Hello or welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 279 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us once again today as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. Uh, we are looking uh, in the week of September 27th to uh, or October the 3rd covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 109 to 110. And today we're concluded in the section, section 110, uh, looking at the, um, the, the heavenly messengers that came following the dedication of the Kirtland Temple. Uh, we've spoken about Moses and Elias yesterday, and today we're going to finish with looking at Elijah. Now, the first thing I loved learning about uh, with the prophet Elijah is that, of course, many of us may well be aware of the Passover um, tradition uh, amongst the Jewish uh, community uh, that uh, during the, the the feast of the Passover that they have in their homes uh, they set a an additional place at the table uh, for Elijah because it is prophesied in the Old Testament that Elijah would return again to the earth uh, and that this is an important part of this Passover tradition and they leave the door open for Elijah to enter for, to the Passover meal. What I learned uh, in studying for this this week is that this event that took place um, on April the 3rd, 1836, actually coincided with the, the Passover date for that year for the Jewish community, for the Jewish people. Um, and so we have here Elijah coming to the earth um, on that day when the Jewish um, people would look out for this, this messenger. I just thought that was fascinating. And again, one of these, in inverted commas, coincidences, which of course um, we can see are probably not coincidences in the work of the Lord and in his timetable. Um, but anyway, aside from that, let's look at the actual visit. So in verse 13, it says, after this vision had closed, another great and glorious vision burst upon us. For Elijah the prophet, who was taken to heaven without tasting death, stood before us and said, Behold, the time has fully come, which was spoken of by the mouth of Malachi, testifying that he, Elijah, should be sent before the great and dreadful day of the Lord to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest the whole earth be smitten with a curse. So again, we have a reference here to the book of Malachi, which of course is where the, uh, the Old Testament, as we have it uh, in our scriptures, ends. Um, and this is where a new beginning starts uh, during this restoration process. And of course, it would still be some time, a few years or so, before the saints fully recognised the power and authority and potential that they had to do this work for their loved ones who had passed beyond the veil. Um, but Elijah restores the keys here and now in the Kirtland Temple. James E. Faust said this, quote, So what does this mean? To turn our hearts to our fathers is to search out the names of our deceased ancestors and to perform the saving ordinances in the temple for them. This will forge a continuous chain between us and our forefathers, eventually all the way back to Father Adam and Mother Eve. Close quote. This, of course, is a marvellous blessing um, to those who have seen the blessings of the gospel in their lives and desire that for their family. Uh, I mean, I think it's even more incredible to those people who perhaps join the church because they realise with the great blessings and the fruits that they taste of God's love and having those covenants with him, 
that they can also bring that to their relatives who have gone on before them, which is just a wonderful joy and a blessing. And I've seen that uh, in my own life personally, when we've had some family members um, that I am aware of that haven't had that, that full blessing in their lives. To be able to provide that is such a joy. And it is a grace and mercy that our Heavenly Father has provided this plan, which enables this to happen. Um, I liked this by Theodore M. Burton. He said, quote, With this fulfillment of prophecy, all former priesthood powers were restored again to the earth. Temples have been erected in which a fullness of those priesthood ordinances is made available to those who qualify themselves and receive them through faith and righteous living. Before the Saviour comes again, power has been given to us to proceed with the great priesthood work. We are to bind together the families of men in true patriarchal order, so that through worthiness we may have the privilege to live in the celestial kingdom as children of God with resurrected bodies of flesh and bone. Through this priesthood power which has been restored to the which has been restored to prophets of God, we can be sealed as families on earth and have that sealing be affected in effective in heaven. As authorized disciples of Jesus Christ, we can become in turn saviors not only for our own living families, but also for our deceased progenitors. All that requires is the exercise of that simple faith to carry out this promise, as the widow did for Elijah. She gave the last food she had as a token of her faith in God. Surely, out of the great abundance God has given us, we can share some of our time and our means to do the spiritual work for the living and for the dead, under the direction of modern prophets who hold the same fullness of priesthood power as did Elijah the Tishbite. President Kimball holds the keys of this sealing power to bind on earth and to have it bound in heaven. Close quote. Now, of course, at this stage, um, it was President Spencer W. Kimball who was the prophet at the time. But today, we have a living prophet as well, President Russell M. Nelson, who, who holds all of these keys to be able to facilitate this work. And he is teaching, as mentioned yesterday, about the importance of the gathering of Israel on both sides of the veil. And so, whatever you know, what status, whatever status your temple is nearby to you as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, we can all have an opportunity and blessing to take part at least in the searching out of our ancestors and seeking for those names that we can then take to the temple of our Heavenly Father and the temple of our Lord to be able to have those blessings are made available to those individuals. It truly is a marvellous blessing, not just for them, who receive those ordinances and blessings and covenants, but for us who are reminded of our covenants and feel the power through the ordinances that take place. Because as we learned in a previous section, the Doctrine and Covenants, through the ordinances is the power of godliness made manifest in our lives. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference. And as always, you are very welcome and I'd love you to share your own thoughts on what you've been studying this week our Facebook group, that's Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can email lesstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.